This is a HeadGum Podcast. Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. <laughs> Look at how yep. after I you just are. hit record. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Can you harmonize with me? Hi. Uh, guys, <laughs> can I tell you a story? I got real fucking sick of this bullshit podcast <laughs> setup. And I did what any bold-faced American white man would do, <laughs> which is not what I am. I used my goddamn hard-earned money and bought a goddamn new setup. <laughs> you bought a whole new setup. I bought a whole new setup. We were, what, an hour ago going like, fuck this. Well, we turned the computer on. And, and we there tried were instantly it. problems. Here's the thing. <laughs> I know that a lot of you audio people, thank you for t- uh, text texting. Thank you for texting me. I gave up my phone number last week. No, <laughs> thank you for tweeting at me and sending me emails at dynamicbanter at gmail.com uh, letting me know about your ideas about how my setup sucks and I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, Was there a lot? What did they say? Well, there were there were some. There were quite a few people that were like, "Dude, you can't use USB mics, man." What you did they can't. say about them? Because I had me- nothing but good luck. Well, I thought it was a Mac thing, but apparently it's a PC thing too. But basically, like what happened was, was um, these USB microphones. When you start to do an aggregate device, which is we're getting into that born turn turn. I know what you're. At least I know what you're saying. When you get into that aggregate, you. So for those of you that are like, what the fuck are they talking about? An aggregate device is an audio setup in so which you can plug in more than one USB yes, microphone and, it becomes, and have it work. Yes, and it becomes digital. It becomes uh, digital out inputs. Sure. So if you have like three microphones and you want to record a podcast with three of your dumb friends, uh, then you would need to set up an aggregate device where you create three digital (laughs) line-in inputs for those microphones. And so what happened was was that computers just don't like that, I guess, because it's like they're USB and the USB technology sucks or something. It's something about like having multiple setups that the computer just doesn't like. So... Starts to get all wonka do. I refuse to believe it. And like we, for those of you that listen to the Cloverfields uh, podcast, we did the last. Uh, by the way, we did for those of you that are just dynamic banter listeners, which I can't imagine how you would have found this and why you would be listening to this if there hadn't been a. If, if you there, hadn't found Cloverfield, yeah. If you didn't at least know we were doing other podcasts, uh, we have another podcast called Cloverfields, and. Um, we hadn't done one in a, in, in a time, no. uh, but we decided to do a commentary track for 10 Cloverfield Lane, which just came out. Um, and uh, we, I used the USB setup. Yeah. And, and it was a bit of a cluster. No, it went off without a hitch. I know, but just the setup. The setup sucked because it's like I needed my fucking powered USB thing and I needed all this other shit. Everyone's on vastly different sized microphones. Yeah, but it worked out. It worked out for what it was. Thankfully, because you never know. And we went for a while. Somehow So it could it have worked. bugged out at any time. But it didn't. Yes, it didn't. And it and it 
somehow we got a podcast out of it, and I'm thankful for that. But we tried to record earlier today this exact podcast you're listening to on the same setup because I thought I had figured it out. I did something right, and we got the fucking interference again. And so this was like, what, the seventh fucking time I've had that problem? Something like So it was just like, all right, what do I do? Mike, what's your setup? Because, Mike, you have a podcast with Zoya. Roger. What's that called? It's called Welcome to Our Podcast. It's just we we just talk to each other and on the floor. Um, your setup is you use a Zoom. We have a Zoom, but not the newest one. We right, have an older. I think it's called the H four. Right, um, if I'm if that's correct, mm-hmm. and we just plug two XLR mics into it, and, and that's that. And that's it. And you're golden. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck, I just need to do it." Yeah. So we went to Guitar Center. And I got the I got the new Zoom, the H six. Is oh, that what it's called? Yeah, and it's beautiful. <laughs> what a beautiful little thing you've got your your it's the Cadillac of Zoom. It is the Cadillac of Zoom. <laughs> it's got the you've got your levels right up top. Yeah, you've got six input. It's really wonderful. If any of you guys, I know a lot of you will probably at least try podcasting at some point. Probably. I put out a video once called "Not Everybody Needs a Podcast." <laughs> uh, that's not necessarily uh, true. Um, and if you if you have the means, if you want to save up and put a little bit of money into it, it's so this thing is so cool, man. It's so cool, man. And it's it's so cool not to be able to use the computer until oh. like the editing and the uploading it's process. It's so nice. And I was just, you know, I was relying on my computer's abilities and that's there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like when you eliminate the middleman you don't have to worry, man. Chuck Middleman. You know what's funny? I remember like someone was saying to me Back when you would buy a GPS, <laughs> which really wasn't that long ago. No. But everybody's phone has a fucking GPS in it now. And yeah. It works perfectly fine. Yeah. But when your phones first started to get GPS in them, they weren't that great. Yeah. The, I remember uh, I used to have a Samsung Galaxy, yeah. I think. And that was the first one with like a, a turn-by-turn GPS. Yeah. And I was real nervous to use it because it would you're destroy like- <laughs> the battery. <laughs> And like I would just like pull out of my driveway and take two turns and be lost, be, and then yeah. the phone would be dead. <laughs> right, and I eventually would also be dead. I yeah, and and I I think there was this whole thing about like go get a fucking GPS, yeah, like your own dedicated GPS because if you get a piece of hardware that does one thing and one alone, yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> no, and it, and at the time it was true, but now it's like our phones have everything. Yeah. And so our phones can fucking edit whole movies. And you shit. were just saying how you do your own personal YouTube yeah. things on your phone. All, and I can't yeah. I've always been a desktop yeah. guy. Well for me that. too, man. Me too. And I um <clears throat> I used to edit all of my stuff using Premiere and then Final Cut or whatever. But you know, I started using iMovie. I started shooting everything with my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has great quality shit. And yeah. then I started using iMovie and like, yeah, literally every single fucking vlog on my channel is created using my iPhone and 100%. And it's so easy. You just film your shit on your phone. You fucking learn iMovie. Easy as fuck to learn. Just take some time with it. Aren't there like mad limitations on there, iMovie I mean, on your phone? There are There are limitations, obviously, because you can't, there's a lot of shit you can't do, yes. But, yeah. like, I haven't had a problem with it at all. I You've seen I my just... vlogs. There's, like, weird editing and, like, fucking music and, like, sound effects and stuff. I did it all in iMovie on my phone. But they're all, like, 
stock stuff. Yeah, I that's have. the thing. Yeah. This is an interesting like. Or I use stuff you bought the, from iTunes. But go ahead. I was gonna say this is an interesting little like uh, behind the scenes of just a regular. I don't talk about this kind of shit with oh, too you too many people. How come? No, just about like shop YouTube stuff. Yeah, like what's your? Then it starts to sound like a job or whatever. Right. But I always kind of had a thing against. Um, just for me, uh, like stock sounds, any like, you know how people Yeah, because everybody's the using the same th- shit. Right, yeah. doesn't that like, I don't know. Cheapen it? I, not cheapen it, but like I, if I wanted stuff to stand out, I wouldn't use sure. like, the same music. Yeah, yeah. But, and you're right, yes. Doesn't it make you feel weird if you see the same music in like a bunch of different places? Yes, and you're like, fuck, I recognize that music. Yeah, right. But I don't, because even like as a YouTuber, here we go. Even in your, like, creator studio, like, if you have a YouTube channel, yeah, however big or small it is, as far as I know, you tell me if I'm wrong, you have access to, like, a audio library. I think so. I've never, I n- never messed around with it. Oh, you haven't? No. There's, like, a fucking audio library, and there's sound effects, and there's music. Okay. And there's, like, I don't know, like, 200 tracks or and something. you just use them? Yeah. For free? And monetize the video? Yes. Huh. And it's all provided. I don't know if it's available to everybody of all subscriber counts, but yeah. as far as I know, I think so. So there is a bunch of shit in there, but yeah, I think I've never I've never actually used any of that stuff. What See, I have used is, is oh, the iMovie stock stuff, which is like there's like yeah. I don't know in the uh, in the <laughs> app there's like twenty five sounds, and then there's like very few musical tracks, but you can use anything from iTunes. Uh huh. Uh, but it, you know, if you're gonna use that, then you're not gonna be able to monetize your shit, right? So what's the? But but you can use the stock stuff, but like, or just don't use music. Like so, like sometimes I'll just like, or make your own music. That's the thing. It's so whenever I need like a weird sound effect, yeah. Or um, like a it. Uh, I'm trying to think of a recent example, but I I did as a joke to one of our friends. I did a fake, um, show theme. Just using right. my voice oh, yeah, and overdubbing my voice on GarageBand on the phone. And then, like, it's my ringtone now, and I could very easily use, use that anything. in a video. Yeah. And you can make your voice sound like anything. Yeah. You can make your voice, you could put a lot of distortion on it and make it sound like a guitar or whatever. Not only that. So you could do all this stuff if you yeah. want to take if, the extra couple minutes. And if, you, if you're able to, if you know how to use all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think... You could even go so far as to record something in GarageBand on your phone Uh and export it from GarageBand and use it in iMovie without ever touching a computer. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's cool. Uh, Dude, there's this... uh, We're not sponsored or anything. No. But there's this... uh, Can I talk about an app that I've been using that you don't want me to? Yeah. It's called... Do it. I'm going to say it right now. Go ahead. I want it. Videorama. It's oh, a nice I think little, I've heard of that. It's a nice, I, it just kind of came out. Tell I think. me what it is. Describe it. It's a video editing software. I video hear editing it. software. And Tell app. me about it. And you can edit I want to know videos. about it. You can edit Tell me. Tell me. Videos Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, to what it, oh, so it's like an edit, it is editing software. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And you could, uh, it's easy to use and, and I like it. Pardon me. I think the uh, pardon me. I said okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? Do you want to move that closer to both of us because my oh, ears are you pulling control- towards the table? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. See that? We're just learning this new setup, guys. Relax. <laughs> um, 
I love using my my shit. So, oh, so you're saying that's another video editing software? Yeah, it's okay. nice. So, just quick. And check this out. There are apps where you can create your own music, not even just GarageBand. You can use these like synthesizer apps and create little tunes that are like, you know, part of whatever. You know, maybe even like preset tunes. What's the name of one of those? Just anything. Like, I don't know. You could just go into the app store and type in synth, synth, app, synth app or like music and look through or just browse the music category. And I don't know. Uh, the, the, my problem is I don't know the names of any of them. I don't either. So I'm sitting here trying to synapsis. <laughs> what do I search? I don't know. There's do a you whole, have any I, of them? I, I don't currently. Okay. No. But you're saying like there's like synthesizer apps that you could use. And yes. export your own songs and yes. use that as the yeah. Thing. And so, um, and and then once you've like filmed your shit, added your music in all in iMovie, all in your phone. Sorry, Android users. That's the thing. I remember, you know, Trisha Hirschberger, one of our good friends. Um, she's a huge Android person. She mm-hmm. loves Android. She fucking hates Apple. She doesn't want any Apple products. Um. And one of the things I'd always throw back at her is, is there is no iMovie equivalent on, on the Android apps. On the, the phone? A- there's no equivalent to iMovie. There's nothing like it. That's there's nice. little uh, video editors or whatever, but nothing as intuitive <laughs> and like easy to use as fucking iMovie. Right. And that's the one thing I feel like Mac does have over PC is their kind of proprietary app system. Yeah. I think their apps are just a little bit more intuitive and like the interface is nicer. Uh, though, if you're one of those like fucking dudes that can fucking monkey wrench your shit, make apps yourself and fucking customize your phone to like play specific songs when you touch a certain part of the screen and you want to fucking homebrew your own (laughs) shit, then obviously Android's the way to go. But you know, whatever. Anyway, this isn't that discussion, but Trisha, uh, yeah, she said there's no equivalent. So I'm sorry for those of you that are on Android that are like, fuck, I don't want to make my own shit on my phone. I'm sure there's ways to do it. I just don't know how. Maybe there are apps that we don't know about. That I'm make sure they're incredibly are. easy and, and nice. Oh Why not? Does, that, did Riggs scare tell you? Tell me that was your foot. No, it was Riggs. I kicked Riggs in the face at least three times already. I don't hear any whimpering, so well, it's, it's fine. It's not like a kick. It's like I placed my foot onto his face three okay. times. Her it's face. a her. Excuse me. How dare you? Did you not see her vagina <laughs> when she walked around, away? I did. You know, it was the first thing I noticed. It is. It's always I'm the so first sorry. thing you notice the vagina <laughs> on anybody. Uh, you look me in the vagina and you tell me. Pre that. or post? Op. Anywho. So uh, so then, yeah, on the fucking iPhone, you've got your music, you've got your edit, whatever. You can export directly to fucking YouTube. That's fun. And it's just, it's so fucking easy, man. And I yeah. love it. And so that's what my vlogs were. I haven't when done them the in forever. Don't fucking tell me that. Of, I'm asking. Don't talk about With it. With my questions. I'm not wanting to talk about it. And one, two, and knock, knock. Here I come with the questions. When was the last time you made a vlog? This interview's over. Okay. What else do you... I got a couple uh, things on the docket time. over here. It's been a long time. All right. I, put I up, was just asking. Can I tell you, man? The last thing I put up on my channel is my audition to the... What are you, vomiting over there? You are right, Ray? She's good. I'm real sorry about the my foot situation. Um, I want you to know that. She's fine. Look at her. She has an itch. Um, I put up a fucking audition for the new Mystery Science Theater show, which my manager hooked me up with. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't get the goddamn job. I'm sorry. It's all right. I saw so I you went to a mystery science theater thing. I did recently. You yeah, took a picture. yesterday. Yeah, I went to. Um, they had a telecast of their cast reunion. Okay. 
So there was something like that available that you didn't get? There's a new Mystery Science Theater show. Yeah. A revival. The cool. show's been off the air for a very long time. And you wanted to be on that and show. And I wanted to try it. Yeah, and I got an audition. And uh, they just didn't like it. Did or I don't know. I didn't get any feedback at all, but I didn't. I'm not on the show. So. Did they make you do the thing? No, I created it myself. They were like, you know, I, we were speaking to them and they hit me up. And I guess my manager knows Joel Hodson, the guy okay. that like created the show. Sure. And he was like, you got to take a look at my buddy, Steve, my pal, Steve. And he's like, all right, well, let me see what he's got. And I made this fucking audition and I gave it to my manager. And he's like, this is great. This is perfect. Uh, let me send it to Joel. And they never said. Nothing. And I think he was just like, it's great. It's really good. I like it. We'll we'll be in touch. Hollywood speak. Yeah. I've heard it. It happens. I've all been. The I've time. heard it. Yeah. A lot. I hear it a lot. <laughs> It's but that's part of the biz, man. If you want to be in the biz. Yeah. You know what people's new thing is uh, with me that I've been seeing? What is it? Is they'll ask me or me and friends of mine uh, really enthusiastically to write shows. They'll be like, we need something like this for d- this time. Why don't you write a show? We do. We Does write, it- we write um, like treatments. Oh, cool, man. And then we give it to them, and then we never hear anything. It's yeah. like, please, 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 and like we'll we'll do the treatments with you, and like we'll work with you so we can get to a pilot and and whatever. Right. And then it's just like, oh, you wanted it so bad. Yeah. And now I don't hear nothing. And then that's the Hollywood, breaks. baby. I'm. Uh, you got ghosted. It's fun to do it though. Yeah. No, Be- I mean, look, you gotta. They say it all the time. If you're gonna get into the biz, or I think this applies to most jobs or whatever Most but like is. you're gonna have some uh doors closed in your face yeah in life in almost every aspect if it's uh it's not supposed to be easy baby. no yeah there's a jesus quote that's like if it ain't so i didn't make it if you <laughs> what chapter is that in? <laughs> forgetfulness <laughs> 22 <laughs> A letter from forgetfulness. A reading from the letter from the book of forgetfulness, <laughs> chapter two. Jesus said, "Forever about it, uh, forever, amen, amen." <laughs> and he stood on high, yeah. and he did say down to his disciples, "Do you, do you remember when?" Like, <laughs> Not tonight. Amen. Amen. <laughs> forgetfulness. That was my favorite chapter of the Bible. <laughs> my favorite book of the Bible. The book of forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I never, I, there's some quote. It might not even be Jesus, but my mom had this fucking thing up in the house that was what like friends? an embroidered quote. Yeah. Embroidered quotes were like the thing, baby. <laughs> Those were the tits. <laughs> Our parents' generation loved embroidered quotes. <laughs> yeah. That was their gifs. Yeah, that's their <laughs> memes. The original <laughs> memes were embroidered quotes. You'd walk into someone's house and be like, oh, shit. Cool. Yeah, home is where the heart is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I will bless this house. <laughs> What if I do? Yeah, friendship is forever. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, what do you do I, on this? You play checkers on this? What my, do you do? <laughs> my mom had one with Jesus on it. Yeah. And it said, I never said it would be easy. I just said it would be worth it. Yeah. 
And I don't know if that's a real Jesus quote or if just someone took that quote. That was something he said after the Bible was written. <laughs> it was one of his, it was one like, of his newer things. It's one it of was, his Tumblr posts. He was on E. <laughs> He's talking to somebody at Ryan Seacrest. It's on his MySpace page. He's like, yeah, you know. It's, it's, it's like, was was creating the earth and all humanity and, and uh, all being, was it tough? <laughs> well, yeah, it's tough, but. You know, it's worth it. I never said it was easy. It's not easy. It's just worth it. It's going to be worth it. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, anyway, I got to go. I got 12 o'clock. <laughs> He's so busy. He's a busy boy, Jesus is. Yeah, good boy. Um, I uh, just feel like... <laughs> well, how did we even get to this discussion? Remember. What the fuck? Where do we? Where do we? Where? Do, how do we get to that? <laughs> we're talking oh, oh, about because sound. we're saying. Because we're saying. <laughs> what a fucking you tangent. bought a zoom. <laughs> I bought a zoom, and somehow we're talking about Jesus <laughs> quotes Jesus now. Jesus was on the. No, uh, the <laughs> what we were talking about was is that it's not easy getting into any industry, yeah. and in, in the in the especially in the entertainment <laughs> one, like with my mystery science theater thing, like it's one of those things where like fuck, I would kill to be on that show. Yeah. Like that's what I want, man. That's what I want. Yeah. I want to be on that show. It seems like it. It would be perfect for you. That's just what I would love it. I would love it so much. Yeah. And well, uh, we'll send them the podcast. We'll see what they think of the new <laughs> yeah. setup. Yeah. Maybe they like our new setup. Maybe, Maybe they like the way we sound now. I wish we didn't talk about sound so long. At the top of the show, because now we got to send it out to the big execs. Shit, yeah. If we gotta, if we want them to hear this part, they're gonna have to get through the sound shit and shit. a Jesus quote. Somebody, maybe we can create an intro. Since if you're an executive, <laughs> skip to this time. You're though. gonna want to hit the ten forward button a couple times. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, dude, I would kill me on that show. And at the time that I was auditioning, they had already cast the lead mm-hmm. guy, Jonah Ray. Uh, who has his own podcast and has been podcasting for quite a while and is a part a friend of the community the comedy community. Cool. I've never met him, but I know people who know him. Um, but he had already been cast as the lead, and um, uh, Felicia Day was cast as the bad guy. Okay, she's gonna be the villain of the show. Cool. And this is just one of my favorite shows of all time coming back. From yeah. The original creator is there and it's well, maybe all. Maybe if it does well, you could be like a guest on it or something. Yeah, I'd like that. I feel like I still have a chance maybe of some. Well, at the time that I was auditioning, they hadn't cast in, in every season. The villain has like a sidekick. Right. Or two. Uh, in the first season, it was TV's Frank. It was this guy, Frank Conniff. And he uh, was like the bumbling sidekick. And so I was thinking, well, they haven't cast a bumbling sidekick yet. Yeah. Um, and Felicia Day has been cast, and I know Felicia, and you know maybe I could, maybe that's my in, like to be her sidekick. Like she's got to have a sidekick. They've got to have a sidekick. It's Mystery Science Theater. This is a bad guy sidekick. Yeah. So I made <laughs> that audition to be a sidekick. I created this character named Chep Chenzels, <laughs> Doctor Chep Chenzels, and he's this like deranged scientist guy. And I did a funny bit, and I mentioned Felicia uh, as her character, and I was like. Fuck, maybe I'll be the fucking henchman. I would love that to yeah. be the best. Like that, I was like, fuck, I didn't get the lead guy. I didn't even try for it, uh, but I didn't get it. Uh, that would be my dream role, but I would totally settle for being one of the bad guys. I right. would love that. And I was like, I'm even kind of TV's Frank-ish. I'm a little chunkier, and that's what he was. And mm-hmm. 
I felt perfect. I felt so good about it. And I sent it off. And Joel's like, we'll be in touch. And I was like, this is fucking great. And then like two days later, they announced that they have cast the henchman. Oh, wow. And guess who it is? I don't want to guess. Patton Oswalt. No way. Yeah. Pretty good person to lose right? to. Right? And yeah. so I was like, fuck, if I even had a chance. Yeah. It's okay that it they chose Patton Oswalt. So before I get too ahead of myself, I'm going to ask what everyone listening is probably asking. Would you release that on your channel? It's released. Oh, you put yeah. it out? I decided since Joel was like, we'll be in touch, and since Patton Oswalt was cast... And I didn't hear anything else about it. They cast the two robot voices. Yeah. They basically have the cast. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to get this job, so I unprivate it. I, I, uh, oh, nice. How long ago was it that? Out. It was like five months ago, maybe. Oh, well, I'm way, way, way late to the party. And that's the last I that video was like I This out. week. No, that was so long ago. What the fuck was that, that picture that you posted of Mystery Science Theater this week? So... Oh, that was for the That's reunion. That's a new thing. event, a oh, reunion. Oh, yeah, oh, and so okay. this was actually so this reunion for those of you that care at all. Wow, I uh, was just in a different space and time. No, for it's all right. Whole... It all connected. It's fine. We went on a journey, and we're there now. I wish I didn't bring it back up. I'm glad you did because now I'm going to say this. As much as I wanted to not like Jonah Ray in some way, yeah. even though I'm not that type of person, and but I'm just kind of like bitter that I don't get to be on that show at all. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I wouldn't wish him to not be a good host because then that would make the show bad and I don't want that. And right. I love Joel and I love everybody else. I love Felicia. Or I like Felicia a lot. I don't love her. I don't know her that well. <laughs> but I know her. But I like her a lot. Uh, she's very nice. But um, So Jonah Ray was there for the reunion, for the Mystery Science Theater reunion, including all the original cast from the first season and then the Mike season and everything. Yeah. And so Jonah Ray came out and did his first basically basically you know what mystery science theater is they make fun of movies and shit so for this event they made fun of short little short educational films and it was so (laughs) fucking funny oh my god if it get becomes available in some way you guys have to see it and by the way try out riff tracks go to riff tracks and check that out because that's still going strong oh yeah 10 years this is their 10 year anniversary that's amazing so this whole reunion show was also like a 10 year anniversary for riff tracks um, and they, they did this sizzle reel with like all the movies they've made fun of in for the past 10 years. And oh my God, it's so good. I hope if that's not online, I'm going to be really sad, but I hope that that sizzle reel is online because it shows like when they did Titanic and they even did the force awakens recently. Oh, nice. And it's just so fucking funny. So anyway, Jonah Ray came out with Joel Hodson, uh, the creator of mystery science theater. And they both did like a short film riff together and it was like so good. Joan Ray was so good. Mm-hmm. So funny. His jokes were great. His delivery's great. And it's all like, have they seen that film before? Yeah. They like they watched it they and wrote it out? all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like they did the show. They wrote all the jokes. See, that's not what we do though. No. When we do it, it's all improvised. Right, right. Which right. is a little more difficult. I, I never like. knew with them. I figured they had at least been um uh kind of prepped. Or at least seen it once. Yeah. At least had some yeah, kind of prior right? working you, knowledge. You'd assume. But no, yeah. they, they watch them over and over and over and over again. And they and write, write stuff. Yeah, they have like a team of writers. And oh, wow. Imagine how good it would be. Right? If you, if you That's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. Like if you wrote it, yeah. If yeah. we were, We'll talk about this a little bit too because we did the Cloverfields podcast. The last podcast we had John Goodman on. Yeah. And watched 10 Cloverfield Lane and he watched it with us. But for those of you that are in the know... 
it wasn't really John Goodman. It was my very amazing friend, Blake Johnson. He was, I like Blake a lot. Blake is my, like, he, he was, like, really my comedy mentor. Yeah? He, like. I can see that. I never went to improv. I never took impro- improv classes. You just hung out with Blake? Ever. Yeah, I just hung out with Blake, and he was my improv teacher, more or less. He never really, like, he. Did, I don't think he knew he was teaching me how to improvise, but. Is he, like, what's his background? He it, he grew up in Ventura, and that's where I met him. I met. I lived in Oxnard, and when I was about 17, 18 I my buddy Sean, uh, who worked at Toys R Us, like one day I went to go visit him at Toys R Us, and he was like introducing me to his coworkers, and Blake was one of his coworkers, mm-hmm. and uh, he introduced me to Blake, and and Blake was like, oh my god, this uh, he's like, hey man, nice to meet you, and then whatever, Sean walks away, and I'm still hanging out with this Blake guy that I'd never met, and he leans over to me and he says, hey. Um, so you're my brother and we're going to go tell everybody else that you're my brother and you're visiting. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I'd never done anything like How that How old before. are you at this point? 17 maybe? Okay. Ish? 16? No, 17, 18. Uh-huh. Maybe even younger. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe I must've been seven, 17. Oh, yeah, let's just say 10. <laughs> um, and so he took me around to the rest of the employees and his manager and shit. So this is my brother, my brother, Steve. I was like, hey, I'm Blake's brother. And he would like, they would ask me shit and I'd just be like looking up at him and he'd be like, yeah, do it, make fun. Like, just do it, go for it. And I would just be like, yeah, Blake's a big old galoot, man. He just is always, he's always pissing mom off. And he's like, no, I'm not. You're the one pissing mom off. And it was really like an improv game that we played together. And that was kind of like the first time I really kind of dabbled in improv i guess i'd always been doing like jokey shit and mm-hmm. making fun of things and yelling at people in public and but never like in a low stakes situation no no never on an individual low stakes yeah because i would when i would go to disneyland with like my cousin and my brother i would do this thing where i would go up to somebody a complete stranger and go like diane <laughs> yeah. oh my Oh my God, Diane, holy <laughs> shit, I haven't seen you in forever. Right. And she'd be like, what? I'm not, that's not my, I'm not Diane. I'd be like, oh my God, Diane, like, what's up? What are you doing? Like, you still working at Ralph's? <laughs> I was like, I don't think you, no, that's not who I am. And I go like, oh, Diane. Guys, Diane is always joking around. Like, oh my God, this is my, this is my brother, Frank. It's my cousin, Caesar. So from a young age. Yeah, you I was always fucking things. with people and doing shit like that, but I never really like, honed in on any of it Mm -hmm. i would just do it and it would make people laugh and so i'd keep doing it right um but blake really got me into kind of like the whole he brought it into a whole more intimate level of did he like perform no he was just so here's his thing he was just a guy that lived in ventura who like collected classic car? He had a he had a bluesmobile a replica oh, of the bluesmobile from the Blues Brothers movie, and he was this fucking massive Blues Brothers fan, uh, and he was like trying to get a little Blues Brothers like impersonator show together, mm-hmm. where he and like his his pal would like go around doing Blues Brothers songs with like a band and shit. Cool. And um, so he was doing that for a while. What and a then cool he, like cover band, like, right? If you Blues walked Brothers. into a dive bar and there was like. And there's the Blues guys Brothers doing band? Blues Brothers. Yeah, how That'd fucking awesome. cool is that? I would stay. Me. Um. 
but yeah, he did. So he he would do that, and then eventually he got a job doing the Universal Studios Blues Brothers show. Do you remember mm-hmm. that at Holly in Universal Studios Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. where the movies are made, where you are part of the movies that are being made. Um, do you remember the Blues Brothers show there? Yes. Yeah. So they he was there. He was the Dan Aykroyd guy for That's like awesome. years, and uh, but he never took improv classes, mm-hmm. never took acting classes was just a naturally funny guy. And so he and I became these kind of like this duo of like fucking, we were known around Ventura as like the fucking crazy guys. Like (laughs) we were fucking always doing crazy shit. And uh, eventually we actually came up with this weird stand-up show I never told you about where he was this character named High Five and my character was named The Kid and I was his brother. (laughs) And I was basically... um, Mentally disabled. I knew. Why did I know that you that were going to say get- that? <laughs> it was okay to do that at the time. And we were just being having fun with it. But he was basically my brother. His name was High Five. And he was like, he loved his little brother. So he took his little brother everywhere. And the reason why his name is High Five is because he claims he invented the high five <laughs> So his name is High Five Fontana. And so we did this like variety. We did this like crazy. His friend that worked at Universal was like, we're doing this variety show at the Universal Bar and Grill or whatever. Right. And he's like, you want to fucking come do a comedy bit for like 15 minutes? And when we like put this shit together and we did this fucking crazy thing where we like sang songs and like Owen was there playing the piano and yeah. like we were characters and we we and we planted actors in the audience. Did you like doing that? Yeah, I loved it. It was so cool. Why don't you do more of that shit now? <sighs> time, baby. Yeah. Got no time. <laughs> I got no time, man. <laughs> These mics are great for the close talk. They're so good. These are SM58s. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, dude, but one of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten in my life happened at that show. And it was, we did this fucking thing where, like, we staged, oh, God, it was so weird. It was like, High Five was teaching me about love. And I was trying to go on my first date. And uh-huh. so we'd pick a girl out of the audience to come up. And he'd be like, all right, you got to test out your skills on this girl. Tell her you love her. And i go like, this was my voice as the kid. Well, I think you look like a bird. You look like a bird. And he'd be like, no, you can't say that to a girl, man. i go like, would you like some flowers? So what about some chocolates? Like, basically, it would be like that. Yeah. The whole time. And we'd be doing all these bits and routines. And then we planted this woman, this actress in the audience, who's actually YouTuber Nikki Philippi. Do you know her? Nikki Nikki Philippi. Nikki Philippi. Nikki Nikki Philippi. I know her well. Do you know her? No, but I Have know you, her from so, the name. Yeah, she's a YouTuber now, but at the time I didn't know it. And Blake knew her from working in Universal, I think. So we planted her in the audience as this pregnant woman. <laughs> and then we had this other guy playing her husband. And during the show... <laughs> The husband gets up and he goes, oh, my God, do we have a doctor? Is there a doctor? My my wife. My wife's about to have her baby. And I go like, uh, like high five goes, is there a doctor in the house? Oh, my God, this is crazy. And then I go like, I can do it. And they go like, no, Philbert, don't do it. His name was Philbert or Sid or something. Yeah. And so we brought her on stage and we staged a birth on stage. And we what even had hell? like a fake baby come out <laughs> and an umbilical cord. And the, like Blake, Blake's a makeup guy too. He works with special effects and yeah. makeup and stuff and props. And he made the, he rigged it so there was like a little plunger on the baby so that it would like shit on my head. <laughs> like as soon as we what? like, it would, dude, it was so elaborate and crazy. 
And so we did this show. Do, the babies, is any of this on film? I ever? do actually have footage of it. Yeah. I need to see. I'll this. show it to you. I'll show it to you. It's fucking crazy. And so uh, we we the baby's born, and I hold it above my head, and we sing "Circle of Life," and a whole choir comes out, and like it's like we do the whole. And Owen's playing the piano, and like we do it's the circle, <laughs> circle of life, and I have the baby. Blake holds the baby above my head, yeah. and then it just drops all this <laughs> shit and piss on top of my head, and then it's like over. Show's over. Everyone claps. It's like, what yeah. the fuck did we just see? The Finish fucking dinner. the host comes up for the show, and there's like pudding on the ground, and like all this like, <laughs> use condom of like a gross umbilical cord prop, and like he's like, what did we just see? So after that show, this guy, this complete stranger, comes up to us, and he says, "You guys were amazing. You were so funny." This was before YouTube, by the way. Yeah. This was before I did SourceFed at all. This oh. was like years before. And this guy comes over to me and he says, he says to Blake and I, it's a compliment for both of us. He says, you guys are like the bastard children of Andy Kaufman. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Dude, and it made me like, I was like, it fueled me up until today. I mean, it it still fuels me. What killed it today? <laughs> like, you know, to this day, it still <laughs> right, fuels right, right. me. It's still like what kind of keeps me going. Like it's stuff like that. it's not just that comment alone, but mm -hmm. what a great compliment, right? And I was like, oh my god! And Blake and I looked at each other, and we didn't react to it yet because we were still out and we were still celebrating, and people were coming up to us and stuff. And so finally, when Blake and I get back to his place, we're unloading all of our garbage. We look at each other and we're like, dude, that guy. He said we were the bastard children of Andy Kaufman, and we just sat with it and just kind of like took it in like fuck we gotta keep doing this we yeah. can't stop so why'd you why'd you stop eventually? well i mean so much shit mm -hmm. gets in the way you know like i was married at the time and there's the complications of that and like maintaining a thing and then like still trying to survive like living in la and like trying to like i, I don't i think i worked at sony still at the time and yeah you know, I had the corporate job and no time for anything and a wife and all this other shit. And like it it just slipped through the cracks, you know, but eventually, you know, I got the YouTube thing and now I'm OK. But Blake and I kind of fell out. Mm -hmm. We stopped working together because, you know, life, life right. happened and we kind of went our separate ways and just, you know, I'd been thinking about him recently and thinking about how we lost touch and and, uh you know, I reconnected with him and was like, dude, we like used to make amazing shit, dude, just for us. He, he in fact, I've talked about him more or less on the podcast before because we talked about how when eventually we do the commentarium, which we're yeah. still going to do, by the way. Um, well, the, the Cloverfield one, in my mind, is kind of like the first one. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. We could talk a little bit more about that to clarify. But um, when, I, when I was talking about how much I wanted to do commentarium and how much I've always wanted to like make some sort of make it work that our my friends and I make fun of movies together and put it up on the internet. Mm -hmm. Blake was one of those guys that we would just do it in my room. We would watch a movie and record our own fake commentary where we all we would both pretend to be different people involved in the production and we'd just make each other laugh. It was just for us. Yeah. And um you know, so I hit him up and I was like, dude, like we were unstoppable, man. We made some funny shit together. Like let's fucking do it. Let's do get back even to work. Identify with the feeling of doing something like that for you and not for 
uh, YouTube or it's so hard to think about it. now. Right. Everything is for something. There's nothing yeah. that just like, I don't know. There's thing. There's things in passing. Yeah. Like if we play video games, we put on a voice for a little while. Yeah. Like, Oh, what's that? But then it almost immediately goes into like, can we write that into like a nuclear family? How do we monetize this? Is that stand up? You're right. I mean, to be fair, it's not always about money. Right. No, it's not always about money. It's about engagement or something. Right. I, I meant more like putting it up for everybody. Right. Well, a good example would be the, so Brie and I were at some Rocket Fizz place where they sell like soda and candy and weird toys and stuff. Yeah. And we saw those, um, those Japanese kits that they're from Japan and you can like make tiny foods. Yeah. 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 And I, and like Brie was like, I have no, idea. like I picked one up and I was like, Oh my God, I love these. These are so ridiculous. Like I used to make these with my buddies at Sony and they're so funny. Like we just laugh about it. And Brie was like, I've never seen this before. This is hilarious. And I was like, we got to make some. Yeah. Rigs. We got a rig. I am going to put you in the trash chute. <laughs> Face down Riggs you're going in the piano <laughs> And I'm going to slam the lid I'm going to play my favorite song Riggs Riggs You're going next to them peas in the freezer <laughs> You're going to be in there for three we're gonna, uh, That's three minutes We're going to call you peaser You can put a dog in the freezer for three minutes Teach it a lesson It's just three minutes It's just a cold dog It'll just uh, give him a brain freeze <laughs> Just kidding. Never do that. I don't do that. I've never done that. Don't do that. We're not going to do it now. If don't do it. If you think I've done that, then there's something wrong with you because I would never. That's awful. So Bree had never seen those before. And so I was like, we got to make them. She was like, yeah, let's just get a bunch of them and we'll make them together. And I was like, the next thing I said was, we can stream it. We can stream us making yeah, these things. Yeah. It'd be so fun. Yeah. And Bree was just like, oh, why there you got to do that? Yeah, why there you got to do that? Why you got to turn it into that? Yeah. And I was like, well... It's still us doing something fun together. It's just that how fun would it be to watch us do that? We would have so much fun and everyone would love it. You're not wrong, but but it's you see yeah. what happens. Right? Yeah. You can't we can't disconnect. No. It's our it's in our blood now. Yeah. It's weird, right? I really if it was something fun, it doesn't make sense for us now not to make it into something. Be- well, but because you want to remember it too. Like I wouldn't come over and dress like wrestling Fred and do DVD commentary with you for no one. Right. And I don't know if that's okay because we're grown men. Well, it's already not okay oh, to dress dude. like a wrestler if you're not. <laughs> I would so do that. And no, I would love it. would do it. Yeah, and I would love it. But we wouldn't do it like every Saturday. No, because then that gets weird. Then it's like, <laughs> all right, are we, are we practicing for something? Or are you we? Know, that's what. Okay, so maybe this is full circle. Like that's what made your birthday roast the most amazing yeah, thing because dude, it wasn't yes. for any. Which like I have to thank Bree for because yeah. that was Bree's thing. Like Bree is very much like this is what I love about Bree. I love a lot of things about her, but. She's very like name everything or it's going to be bad. Well, it's going to be a huge list and some of it's going to be inappropriate. <laughs> um, but I will say that she's such she's so unique in the way that like she's a modern girl who's 26 years old who 
isn't like glued to her phone yeah. and isn't like internet crazy and isn't like my brand and isn't like posting things all day. In fact, I do that. I'm, I'm that I'm the fucking 20 year old girl in the fucking aughts <laughs> going like, hold on. I got to make this Instagram post. I got to do this. I got to do that. And uh, it's so, it's so refreshing and unique and weird that this is a modern girl that's not like fucking internet crazy. And yeah. so she's very much the type of person sometimes to my chagrin where she's like, we'll go and take trips together. We'll go to like Idlewild or something. And she'll be like, here's a suggestion. Let's not take our phones. Yeah. How about that? And I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I, I don't, don't like, like that. You don't like it. I'm getting know, a text. Like, Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny, man. I, all of my friends are like, yeah, what if we just go for a hike and we don't take our phones? Yeah. And everyone's down, but, like, I'm not down. I don't like that. And why does it matter? Why don't you like it bad enough to not do it for an hour? Well, I could do it, and it's not, like, a problem. It's not like, oh, man, I need my fix or whatever. I could definitely do it. Yeah. It's just that, like, why not? Because What's it's really nice the problem. Dis- you know what the problem is? It's we get, um, and I've heard other people talk about this before, but it's, like, it's to the point now where we get whatever we want from our phone and it, it hurts our other interactions. Like if we want admiration, we don't go out and we work for admiration. You take a picture of yourself and you put it on Instagram and you. Yeah, but the way I see it, I'm sorry. Were you done with your point? I had a bunch of other examples. Go for it. You go, you see a kitten. <laughs> and you miss it. Your friend misses the kitten. You miss a kitten. It makes you not want to get a kitten. I had a bunch of them. A bunch of kittens? No, a bunch of examples. Let's hear them. Well, I don't want to say them now. (laughs) I just feel like while I'm doing it, I feel like I'm just going to do this for a minute. Yeah. And then I'm going to come right back to you. You don't feel out of control. Yeah, no. You never do until you know. But like I, this is the thing though. Personally, and I've known people like this, where you go to lunch, and it's just you and another person, and you're fucking waiting for your food, and you're chatting it up, and you're talking about great shit, being jovial, it's nice. And then they pull out their phone, and then they fucking start texting people or whatever. <laughs> and I don't care. It doesn't bother me, even a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't, like, I don't want to be the guy. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy not being the guy that's like, oh, you just, uh, it's more interesting on your phone, huh? Oh, well, your friend's not. Oh, well, I guess you don't, you know, you're not going to talk to me, huh? I would never do that. I don't care. Everybody, no one has to be any kind of a way. Sure. You know? But like, but you, you're telling me like, why aren't you the kind of person that's okay with, like, that would be down with taking your, not taking your phone? I just really, I like different things. Yeah. I like being on my phone a lot. I like having an idea for in a Instagram thing or like a stand up flyer and sitting down, taking a picture and going somewhere and grabbing a cup of coffee yeah. and being like, I'm going to make this thing. Yes. There's and a I time love... and a place for that. Yeah. I also get very nostalgic about like the nineties when nobody had a cell phone and person to person interaction was very different. But like, what's the point of like going like, Oh, the good old days when never had a phone. I don't want them back. I'm just right. like, remember fucking rotary phones. But and I like, like it. It feels. It gives you a feeling. Yeah. What's the What's to say that feeling is any worth? Is it less worth fucking? 
what what is to say that feeling has a less value than the feeling of doing something on your phone? Like my longing for a That's wo- fine, but if it if it becomes a thing where like you're then judging people. No. Well, like, it depends. If somebody's fucking really up their phone's ass, that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, look. There's a way not to be rude with everything in life. Yes, and you can agreed. definitely be rude with your phone. But I'm just saying that, like, personally, I don't find it rude if someone wants to pull out their phone while we're having dinner to, like, check their shit. Right. But, it, I mean, it's all relative. It's like... What if you're telling? I've been what if part you're of like a, telling con- a good dude. Story I've been something? part of a conversation where it's like I went home to see a bunch of my friends, and somebody was there, and they asked me about me to catch up, and then immediately started going through their phone, like while I was oh answering the question. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's the kind of all when right, we have this right, kind of conversation. Right, right. When we but have that's blatantly rude. Yeah, yeah. That's like too yeah rude. Yeah, yeah. That's seriously like you're an asshole. Yeah. Like and ever and the person who you did that to has every right to be like you're an asshole. So when we have this conversation, that's the kind of thing I'm thinking about. Not like I I don't know. But like I'm, I'm not gonna myself. do that. I'm not gonna be like Oh, yeah, something's really bothering you? Hang on, let me check my tweets. <laughs> like, I don't do that. Like, if, But if there's a fucking lull in the conversation yeah. and no one's saying anything... You don't think and there's you're just something... you're fucking looking around... But, like, do I have to be the one that says something? But there's, if you're not saying something? There's something to be said for having the human interpersonal communication skills to fight through a lull and to to find yeah, a connection why, with another why? person. Why not let the lull like do I whatever that's organically a, happens that's with a the skill. lull. And when the solar flare hits the earth and everybody's fucking <laughs> phone goes equinox. out and you're not going to remember how to speak to people. But see, that's the thing. Like, Because you've lost, never fought through a, a lull. But I don't have, I haven't lost touch with humanity. I know. I'm not. You're also taking this very personally. Because, like, I think there's too many people in my life that are like, ooh, put your phone down for a second. So it's like, maybe, okay. You know how you know you have a problem? You have too many of those people people in your life. Yeah, but, like. Fight through the lull. I just feel like. I feel like. There's times to do that. And then there's times to not do that. Yes. And I don't really do it when there's times to not do it. It sounds like if you didn't do that. I wouldn't be saying it. You wouldn't have so many people saying that to you. Because I don't have a lot of people saying that to me. I think I have people who are ultra sensitive to it in my life. How many people? If there's, if you can only know 40 people and 25 (laughs) people are ultra sensitive to it. You know what? Okay, 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 okay. I have, there's one person in particular (laughs) who's very sensitive about it. Yeah. And then there's another person who's of, who's like you, where they're like, yeah, let's leave our fucking phone in the car while we go hiking. Why not? Like that, that's like, those are the two extremes I have. Okay. So like there really is only one person (laughs) who's like really digging it into me about the phone usage. But you're very close to that person. I'm very close to that person. Would you say that person's beautiful? (laughs) (laughs) 
This interview's over. I'm not asking you to tell me who it is, but I'm asking you if you kiss that person. I think my mom's very beautiful, yes. <laughs> and I have kissed my mom. Oh, uh, my goodness. I feel bad when I'm home and I'm on my phone near my parents at all. Really? I do it, and then afterwards I feel bad because I'm like, but I like, don't live here anymore, and I want to oh, experience have all the you time. You want to be around for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're very far away. That's the nice thing. That's yeah. a very nice thing. But I don't, I mean, it's not nice enough to stop doing it. How close are you with your parents? They're very. To the point where you guys um, discuss, like, relationship stuff? Close? Um, To a certain extent. I wouldn't discuss, like, sexual things right. with my parents, I don't think. But, like, would you, like, back in the day, would you be like, yeah, I'm kind of seeing this girl, but I don't. She's not really my girlfriend. But yeah, I'm just my like, my dad had a thing. My dad was the last person to call any of my girlfriends' girlfriends. Be like, <laughs> oh, there's your there's your friend Jen. Oh right, right. It was like that. So what about your mom? Would you talk to her about that kind of stuff? Would yeah. you be like, oh, there's a girl I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So True. I didn't do that with my parents. Okay, but we're close and we love each other, and I love them very much. And I have no animosity or anger or anything like that. Uh, but we don't have that kind of relationship. We don't have the like, I can sit down with my mom and be like, well, now we do. Now mm-hmm. we do. But the reason why I say that is because <laughs> th- I feel like I'm very different than my parents. Mm-hmm. Like I'm um, the audience that knows me knows this like very crazy, unhinged, like wacky guy. And my parents, when I'm like as an adult now around them, they see me as this kind of subdued, I love you guys, I don't really joke around guy. Okay. Um, They see a side of me that like probably no one will ever really see, Uh which is just kind of like a, I'm not entertaining anybody here version. Shut off. Yeah, like a super shut off that you'll never see. Yeah. Um, you don't try to make your parents laugh. Yeah, yeah, I do, and I do make them laugh, and we joke. But they, they're the things they laugh at are very different from the things that I truly laugh at, mm-hmm. or that I, yeah, that I like to laugh at. Um, so because of that, when I visit them, it's very much like a talking to shop situation, and like not really like a hanging out with your friends type situation. Uh huh. So, so like, yeah, so it would usually end up on the phone eventually because it's like we've talked about everything that's happened in my life since last week. Now we're just hanging out. In now the same we're just room. like in the same room. Yeah. Right. But you're right. You don't want to like, you know, your parents like I just the older don't we get, miss the, any knowledge. Yeah. What if because my parents both and I don't know that they do this on purpose, but they'll both just like come out with shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like. You know, I've never saved a nickel when I haven't earned a penny or some shit like that. <laughs> but it all makes perfect sense and it applies to like every situation you've ever had a problem yeah. with. Yeah. And I They've don't want to miss They've got an answer anything. to yeah. every problem. Yeah, yeah. With a fun little limerick or rhyme you can remember. They could. Not all of them are fun. But some you don't are just miss like, them. well, you don't want to put electric things in your mouth. Like they're all <laughs> helpful, but they don't have to like have the poetic swing to it. But you don't want to miss the zingers. Right. Yeah, they're always they say so much between them both, man. And they've they've told me shit recently that has made me feel better about things in my adult life. Like we have a very weird uh, 
career trajectory. Yes, we do. We're like the first people with these careers. You know what I'm saying? There yeah. isn't like another generation of YouTube people or whatever right. that we could like, oh, they did this or whatever. I guess the closest thing you could equate it to would be like public access television then no, becoming this popular is, YouTube television. is like nothing like public access. But I mean like anyone could no do it. No one's ever it. made a career. There's Bob Ross and no one else. Well, Jerry I Gears. feel like you could... Well, yeah. I mean, there has been. There's definitely... A, from it, public access? Yeah. Even the uh, the Mystery Science Theater guys, to kind of bring it back, oh, started that, doing it on well, public Well, I don't access. fucking know anything. There's a, there's got to be more, I'm sure. Sure. Well, then great. I mean, that's the only thing I can equate it to, but th- you're right. There's nothing... There has never been anything like... Your phone can make something that billions of people can see within right. a matter of seconds. Right. So, And then you make that into a career. Right. You're talking about your parents. Now, where was I going with You're this? You're talking about your family and how you were going to talk to them about your career. Oh, oh, oh. So, like, we don't, you know, I'm 31, but, like, I don't have a house. Right, or kids. You know, or, or whatever, kids. yeah. Um, but... Uh, and we never really had an excuse to talk to each other about where they were at when they were in their right. early 30s. Because you're a kid. And you right. Wanna... But now we have. And they were like, yeah, we didn't have any money. And like you were on the way. And uh, we still didn't have any money. And we were in this small like rent controlled apartment. And then we like, instead of buying a house, we bought a condo. And we didn't have any money. And like all this yeah. shit. And, like, I get worried about, because me and Zoe are going to get married. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations. Thanks. This is how I find out, huh? This is how you find out. Also, the engagement Along a with long everyone. time ago <laughs> was that. This it with everyone listening right now? Strangers? You tell me amongst strangers? Well, they're not hearing it yet. We still have to upload it. So you're... Oh, I'm putting it up. Yeah, but right now... Yeah, it's going up. You're the only one hearing it right now. Everyone's saying. listening to this right now. So at my age now, my parents didn't have any money and they had a baby on the way. We're time travelers. We're in the you future. You are right hearing now. it by yourself before anybody We're else. We're in the future because they're hearing it right now. Do I have a True kid? or false? They're hearing it right now. I honestly don't. Someone is listening to this on their headsets. Hi, Nikki. And they know. Do you think Robert's listening right now? Yes, right now. Robert. So that's how I'm finding if out. If your name is Robert and you're listening to this podcast, I'm behind you. Turn around right now. Kiss him. Give a kiss. <laughs> run away. Run. <laughs> you don't need that moment. <laughs> run away. <laughs> so anyway, you don't have kids, whatever. You get married. You're going to get married. Yeah. But it's nice to hear, like, I don't know. I always thought in my mind, like, my parents were all set up. Right? You By like to think like, that? Yeah. yeah. They were all set up and they never worried about shit. And then yeah. I I used to call my mom when I was worried about money all the time, like right out of uh, college and when I started quitting um, more traditional jobs to just do music and comedy and stuff like that. I, I would, you know, I've had many nights uh, crying to my mother about how I'm never going to have any money, uh, but you'd work hard and things happen eventually yeah it's it's and it is interesting when you're a kid you don't really think about your family's finances Mm -mm. and you don't think about like where you're living really yeah you do though like go to a friend's house and you're like oh this is different than my house yeah 
Or like, the whoa, you have cooler stuff than I have. Yeah. Oh, you have Super Nintendo and Genesis. Yeah. Well, I still, I've got like a Tiger Double Dragon game that I found I thought you at said- a fucking DZ where kids want to be. <laughs> and the left button does not work no, at all. But it, I can still play it. <laughs> you thought I was saying that I had a tiger, a real a tiger. tiger? You went to a friend's house. <laughs> I've got a tiger. You're like, I got Super Nintendo and Genesis. Uh, I got a tiger. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Don't they're new? Eat that, bitch. But yeah, you you're right, and and but you just wouldn't think about that stuff. No. But you know, it's important to kind of like you know understand that your parents went through this shit too. When you're like, oh, I'm fucking depressed and sad and everyone hates me or I did something embarrassing or this girl doesn't like me or this guy doesn't like me or whatever. Your parents very likely went through the same shit. That's why I always got like, I I never understood why people are so quick to dismiss their, what their parents, I know it's all relative. It's because you're a kid, man. You don't yeah, know. But you like, learn. That's how you learn. If you're 13, 14 and you're giving your parents lip, like you've never been through what, a, and your parents are like 30, 40. Yeah. They don't, they definitely They're twice you. Yeah. They what makes you what think they haven't been through multiple horrible things? Right. More than you'll ever, uh, well, not ever, but more than you could possibly understand. At right. This point and they life. don't, you think they know everything and you think they're so smart and like yeah. they're, they have all the answers and. But like you're gonna be that someday. Yeah, you're you're like think about it. You're mom and dad. You're gonna be a dad or a mom to somebody. I might be a mom to someone. You could be, if you want that. But you know, or you could like not. But like you're gonna meet people in your life that like you could influence. And like, I don't know. We've all been there, man. You you like they like when I was a kid. You're right. I wasn't thinking about how like my dad probably went through this shit. Yeah. Into some capacity, but you know you're not thinking about that, man. Hormones and shit are going on. Yeah, it's too busy being horny. Horny, too busy rubbing my leg on the fridge. Too busy getting mama's uh, baby oil and taking it downstairs. Las Vegas, rub your leg on the fridge. (laughs) Rub your leg on our fridge. Come on in. Rub your leg on our fridge. Rub your leg on our fridge. We had so Okay. It's an hour. <laughs> I want to do this all night because everything is new. Right? This is so nice. I want to keep going. We're doing great. This little product is so nice. I want to keep going. Do you guys like the quality? It's a new setup. Two XLR mics. Little zoom. Just going directly into a little MC. That's a memory card. No computer garbage. <laughs> Got a dog growling in the background. That's not for everyone. (laughs) But we like before we started this podcast, you decided to do the responsible thing. Yeah. And like kind of make a bullet point checklist of the things we're going to talk about. And we didn't talk about any of those. We talked about some stuff. We talked about the Cloverfield uh, commentary. Yeah, but like not really. Yeah, we did. We did a Cloverfield commentary, Cloverfield Ten, <laughs> with Blake, yeah. with uh, John Goodman, Blake Johnson. Go listen to that, and that was uh, I'm saying it right now, putting the foot down. That was the first episode of the commentarium. Okay, there it is. So let's talk about that really quick. Can I cross it off the list? Yes. So the commentarium is something we talked about doing. 
uh, that's where we do a commentary track. It's <laughs> still taking forever to cross it out. Crossed off. Um, so Mike would like to consider the latest episode of Cloverfields, which is our other podcast, the first official commentarium episode. I know it's not super official, but we did that. But I also want you guys to know that, you know, maybe that's not your bag where we like have a famous actor there to like joke around with the movie with us. And maybe you don't want us to joke around with the movie so much as to kind of observe and like directly, or you maybe want us to directly make fun of the movie and not do bits and shit. Well, I want you guys to know that when the commentarium is fully up and running full speed ahead, um, it's not always going to be like that. It could just be like friends, like talking about a movie or whatever. Great. Uh, we should do a history road. Okay. Did you not want to go down any go ahead. other bullet yeah, points? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What else? What, what were the other bullet points? Uh, one of them says, uh, I freak out too much when bugs fly near me. Too much. Is this just an idea? An, uh, a personal idea you had? That was a random thought that I wrote on this paper. Can I say something? Um, yeah, it's a podcast. I agree with that. Yeah. A lot. I get very you agree afraid. That I do it. Oh no! Okay, I okay. get very afraid of flying bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flies initially scare me. Uh, one time I went to this place called Crave, where the line is it. usually out the door, yeah. and I was standing on line, and there was a couple behind me, a couple in front of me, and one of those big June bug beetles yeah. came in, and uh, they're very loud. And very they sound loud. Like and little they're helicopters, big. and they're very big, and they're very shiny, and like they're so big that you could see like their features when yeah. they're flying around. You could see them smile at you. So, this this bug comes in and is like is going around and around the ceiling, and then it goes out. You know, does what a bug does. Yeah. And then it comes back in again when they're kind of scoping out. I would love to know why they scope out different places like that. Okay. But they do a couple flybys. Sure, there's some science behind it. Sure. And then he started going real low to the ground, but still flying to the point where like the people who were just looking up at the menu, he was just flying in and out of like their legs and people were none the wiser. He would go through their legs and around their socks and out again. Right. I was the only person freaking noticing the fuck this. Out? I was freaking out? freaking out, but I was surrounded by people, so I can't sweat or move or <laughs> whatever. I tried to take a couple steps to the left or right. Yeah. And uh, try not to be too weird. And then it came right towards me, and I kicked it a little bit. Really? What happened? It was coming right at me. I couldn't not anymore. I couldn't like let it hit me in the knee. Yeah. I didn't want. You don't want to deal with it. You didn't want. I kicked it it in its little face. It did it fly off? Yeah. It kind of. It kind of stumbled back a little bit, and then it made a louder noise, and it went out, and it didn't come back in. And the guy behind me goes, "Oh, don't kick that." What is he, the fucking prospector? The no, fucking but I thought the, <laughs> the harbinger. Oh, you're not gonna want to kick oh, that. Oh, you're not gonna want to kick that. That's gonna come back with a family. Well, yeah. Why? Why not? First of all, that I guy is, is a fucking moron. He said it in a way that he knew something that I didn't know. All right. Well, guess what? He's wrong because June bugs can't do shit. Okay. I did feel bad for kicking a thing. I though. believe the worst thing that could happen is maybe a little bite, but I don't know. I've never heard of a June bug bite. Have you? It's just a big beetle. I don't know Let's what Let's talk do. about this for a second. I really do. I want to make that ultra clear that I do feel bad for kicking it. Okay. Because it reacted to the kick. I think you're safe. <laughs> no one's going to come after you. 
can I let me say this? I uh, get it. Totally get it. I've been there. Would you I, have kicked it? No. No. Uh, no. But uh, I think we have different levels of like tolerance for bugs. You would have sounds it like like land on you. Here's here's what I want to say about it. Big. I've been there. Scared of June bugs. I've been scared of them. They're big. They're yeah. huge. And they do. They they're like the fucking scarabs from the mummy. Yeah, and they have, they're fearless. They're like real scarabs. Yeah. Egyptian terrifying scarabs. Scary ribs. Uh, scary ribs. <laughs> Come to Chili's and try the scary ribs. They should do that around Halloween. I want my baby back. Baby, baby. Scary ribs. Um, Barbecue sauce. Listen, I get it. I've been scared of a beetle in my life. <laughs> I'll admit it. George. But, but the second you know it's not one of the stinging ones, <laughs> I'm like way okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like even if it's near me. Like it's a little, it's a little like, um, dis, it's a little like I don't like it. Like when, when it comes close to your head and yeah, stuff, yeah. like I don't like See, that. See, that's the other thing is that I've had multiple bugs throughout the course of my head get caught in my hair. And Ooh. they don't know the way out, and they're they're just in there. Then you have a bug Ooh, in your hair. I don't. And know I also that don't want one. that. Ooh, I don't know that one. See, that's that's a new one. The girls, the females know it. Long haired yeah. females, long haired yeah, males. Yeah, I don't know even. that one. But but I I don't like it when bugs are flying around my face. No, including flies. But that's funny because there's no harm really a June bug can do. Yeah, it's just. Bigger than your average. Yeah, and it's a little, it's a little scary. But that guy who was like, "You don't want to do that." That guy's an idiot. He knows. He said it like he knew something. Yeah, but like what? Like I he, don't know. I so I'm afraid of the stinging ones. Yeah, like irrationally afraid of the stinging ones. Wops. Like, I was in a pool the other day with Bree, and we were like, there was a bee in the pool, and she was like, "Oh, you gotta save the bee." And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> definitely not going to save the bee. And she's like, just um, you got to save the yeah, bee. Oh, you're going to. And she was like, no, you got to scoop it out. Come on, scoop it out. It's going to die. And I was like, oh, uh, you scoop it out. Don't want to upset girl, <laughs> yeah. but don't want to touch bug that could sting me. <laughs> Also, don't want to be a pussy. <laughs> don't want my girl to think I'm too much of a pussy to not pull a fucking bee out of the pool. Why are there always bees in the pool? Man? I don't know. They're we. It's like they're attracted to the chlorine or something. They love the pool. Bees are real dumb. <laughs> they like sting you, even though they know they should know they're gonna die. Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't want to like be a pussy. I didn't want my girl to be like. Ew, you're a pussy. Or like, you know, you're not going to like, if you're Couldn't, afraid of a fucking bee, then how are you going to like stand up for me and, if I need it? Right. Which she wouldn't need. She's a tough girl. But I just didn't want to, like, there were so many ideas in my head. Yeah. Don't want to upset girlfriend. Don't want to get stung. Don't want to seem like a pussy. You didn't want to do lift and splash? Yeah, no, because it's like so close to... <laughs> It's too close. Yeah. And like bees that are like dying or like scared, they'll just fucking sting. So how did this end? So I fucking scooped it out and fucking splashed it onto the fucking side. Scoop and and we splash. like 
watched it struggle and die basically <laughs> like regardless of like if i fucking saved it or not uh i don't know i guess i scored points or something i don't know did i help i don't know the point is is i did something that my girlfriend asked and that's what the the good part of the story is yeah but there's a ps to that story uh-huh the next day i went to go work at mostly harmless comic con dash hq or comic dash con hq dot com uh it's a new show i'm on uh and one of the guys one of the producers was like we were talking about bees and and uh my producer was like oh man fucking jeremy got fucking stung by a bee the other day jeremy tell him the story and i was like jeremy got stung by a bee and he's like yeah fucking someone threw one at me i was sitting next to my pool (laughs) no check this out he said i was in the pool and there was a fucking bee and my girl was like, you got to get the bee out. No I was way. like, swear to God. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, so I fucking cupped the bee and it fucking stung me. <laughs> I was like, well, there it is. Yeah. I was like, where the fuck is Bree? So I could be like, see? <laughs> yeah, could have happened. Could have been me. But then he did the thing where he was like, because I felt validated completely. Yeah. I was like, dude, I fucking... Dude, I was right. Yeah. I should have fucking scooped that bee out. I could have gotten stung. He's like, but I did smack it in the face. No, he it, well, it all went the way that he fucking did it. He sure. said it. But he was like, what was the end result? He fucking got stung by a bee. And he's like, yeah, I fucking got stung by a bee. It sucks. Anyway, back to work. Let's go. And I was like, not oh, that big shit, a deal. That's the result of that. Yeah. Like regardless of whether I was right, I would have been stung. And that guy has like a like a war wound for his yeah, girl. and he's a dude. He's a guy that doesn't a, give a shit. It's a badge of honor. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, maybe I was right. Maybe I shouldn't have tried to scoop the bee out. But like the worst that could have happened was I would have been stung by a bee, which would have sucked. And you would have had something to show for it in a better story. Right. Sure. Maybe it'd be a better story. But it's like. I don't want to get stung by a fucking bee. Yeah. I don't want to get stung by a bee. Right. (laughs) And that's why I fucking hate bees, because I don't know when I could get stung, but that's my bee story. Let's move on. That's my time. Favorite smell. Mine's Christmas. Go ahead. (laughs) That's not fair. You had time to think about it. I didn't think for very long, if that helps. I think one of my favorite smells is firewood. Yeah. Like camping smell. Yeah. The combination of- I feel like like we already talked about this somewhere. and firewood- yeah. I also like the Home Depot smell. Oh, yeah. Wood. One of my like best What's tweets. What's that, new wood? Oh, I should pin that tweet. But one of my favorite tweets was, was like, Home Depot smells like dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does. Sure. Okay. Okay. What else? Uh, I just have here uh, Bob Ross. Oh, yeah. So Bob Ross is on Netflix. Yeah. And you it makes you happy. I got to tell you, I was having a couple shitty days in a row where I couldn't get myself out of uh, funk. And uh, and then I realized I saw Bob Ross while I was flipping through the thing. And I've already wanted to get out of my, like, I've been watching the same shit over and over again for too long. Yeah. And so I was like, this is the perfect new thing because it's not some, like, new thing that's going to be, like, overproduced and, like, if I don't like it, it's just going to feel like a waste. I know it's good. I don't remember anything good about it except for like the memeable shit. Like right. Bob Ross painting pretty little trees or whatever. Right. Happy but I remember, trees. right, when I was like real little, I used to get so excited when that shit was on TV and I would stop anything I was doing to watch that. 
And so I watched a couple episodes, me and Zoya, and it instantly fucking put me in an amazing mood. Yeah. No one's ever loved anything as much as Bob Ross loved painting. Yeah. And uh, you can't help but be happy, even if you don't give a shit about painting, which most most people don't. No, no, yeah. You can watch that for hours and just be like ultra secondhand happy for this dude that he loves what he's doing so much. Yeah. And that was amazing. And I remember thinking like, I watched that at my grandparents' house so much that I started, it started like unlocking weird like memories of my grandparents and like of their house and like stuff you hadn't thought about it was weird it was real weird um i i uh feel like bob ross is like pure joy yeah seems like it like you can't say anything bad about it no you can laugh at it and you could be like this is like ridiculous he says very ridiculous shit yeah there's one in the beginning of like episode two or some shit like that halfway through the episode He's just holding a wild baby squirrel. Yeah, and it's his squirrel. And he's feeding the squirrel with a syringe and a nipple on the syringe. He's feeding it milk. Yes. In the middle of painting. And I guess it's away from painting. It's like his squirrel, right? Yeah. Keep talking. I got to unlock the door. So what happens is... He's a weird... He's kind of a weirdo. He goes from, I want to say, painting cliffs, a cliffside seascape, in the sunset, all kinds of rig. Excuse me. I stepped on a piece of plastic. Just now? Yeah, this. It hurt real bad. It's my fault. Well, that's. It's like getting stung by a bee almost. It is. I got stung by my own bullshit. Yeah. Because I chopped off that piece of plastic and it's on the ground still. You messed up. I fucked it. Um. Yeah, he's kind of a weirdo. Yeah. But, but he's a glorious, but he's so, happy weirdo. He's so innocent. At one point, he's like, I love having friends of all ages. I got children come over and they feed the animals. Yeah. And it was starting to get a little weird until you realize, like, that's Bob Ross. Yeah. He's Let just, him have an 11-year-old friend. Yeah, he's just a, he's a, yeah, there's nothing weird about it. No. That would have come out already. Yes. If something was weird about it. Yes, nothing slips. But he's just an innocent... <laughs> Fun guy. Just an innocent fun man. Yeah. Is a funsman. What up, girl? Free. How are you? Sorry, we're wrapping up the podcast. Rig? Um I think he's pure joy and I love that's why I love uh kind of playing a weird version of him as Dave and Ross. Yeah. Not to bring it to my characters or whatever. No, no, no. It's because I also love that. Thanks, and man. you see where like certain ideas came from. Yeah. Too. Like when he's he really beats the shit out of the brush he to get that water does, off there. And I love it. And then you took that to a different level. Uh-huh. It's, it's funny. It's very he brought funny. his like son on an episode. Did you see that? I didn't see that one, but I saw a picture of that one. Look it up online. It's pretty good. Yeah. I might incorporate that into the Dave and Ross. You should definitely do that without um, question. All right. Well, it doesn't feel right to do a history road without Owen here. Yeah. Smart. But I'll do a short one I just got today. So I know I've got so I've just I've got so many here just waiting. I've got weeks of fucking history roads. Yeah. Um (laughs) some people are calling it history lane. History lane? (laughs) That's off of history road. Uh, I gotta sneeze. (laughs) What if I did a garage band. Isn't there a thing that's like an easy, <laughs> it's like easy play, some um, shit like that, and you just play? No, uh, it's this is a super short one. It's like it doesn't even need music. It's so short. Okay, because I could do smart strings. Don't worry about it. 
Unless you want to. I'm really excited so about short, maybe Mike. doing smart strings. It's so short. It'll like not be. It'll ruin your smart strings situation. You don't try. want me to press this button. Go ahead. Right do it. Go ahead. Okay. It's from Giovanni G. And the subject is. Ciao, Steve E. Mix. Steve E. Mix. She was the lead singer of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and in the subject, it says, Giovanni Golinella. That's it. That's seriously it. <laughs> Ciao, Steve E. Mix. Giovanni Golinella. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, metronome. Get that metronome going. That's the only wrong button I could have pressed. Sure. That Ciao, was great. Stevie Mix. <laughs> Giovanni Golinella. All right, guys. You got a real extra long one on this episode because Mike and I, we were at VidCon last week and we did the Cloverfields episode the week before. So dynamic banter kind of took a little hiatus. But um, we're back. And uh, we did our commentarium, which if you haven't heard it yet, it's uh, you just find the Cloverfields podcast on iTunes or Spreaker or uh, HeadGum. Uh, and you just look for Cloverfields and you listen to that last one. It's the commentary for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. Also, can't stress enough uh, about how much the rating and um, commenting, not commenting, but reviewing... Uh, podcasts on iTunes really helps. Yeah, it's very appreciative. It, yeah. And and also, if you have a second to write a little review there on iTunes, or if you want to leave a comment on the podcast on Spreaker or uh, the HeadGum site, I love that. <laughs> and there's also a subreddit. Uh, there's a um, Dynamic Banter subreddit, r slash Dynamic Banter on Reddit. and awesome. you. Yeah, there's this guy whose name escapes me now, but I'll give him a proper plug another time, uh, who created the subreddit, and you. Uh, you can talk about episodes there or what have you, and I think that's nice. And I check it. I check it, and uh, if you guys have questions there, I will answer when I can. Or if you guys want to send us your history roads or send us just some nice words that you'd like us to read on the podcast or just some sort of interesting story, you can send that email to uh, dynamicbanter at gmail.com. And that's it. I'm glad we're back, Mike. Yeah, me too. We'll talk about VidCon next time. Look at how easy this was. It's good to talk about things that happen as far away from when it happened as possible. Yeah, we're going to cover next Christmas. We're going to cover last Christmas next time. (laughs) Last Christmas in the next episode. Uh, Love this new setup, guys. Let us know what your thoughts are on the audio quality and stuff because I want to make sure that this money I spent was well worth it. (laughs) It already is. We could still return it. No, it's just so easy. I'm going to keep it, obviously. That was a joke. But I love it so much, and I'm going to use it for other stuff too. But... Uh, yeah, nobody gave me this. I had to buy it. So I'm not saying thanks to Zoom or anything like that. Thanks. But thanks thank to you, Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Thank you, Zoom. For making a great. beautiful, great thing. Great product that I recommend if you want a podcast. That I have no problem buying. Not at all. Drop the coins if you got it. Uh, but Mike, thanks for coming here on the show that's yours, <laughs> too. And, uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll, we'll check you out next time. That was a HeadGum Podcast.